The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Just in time for summer, the SGPN Store has a new line of mesh shorts. Use the promo code SHORTS at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com for 10% off. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Closing out the week strong. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. It Friday? It, it Friday? Thank God it's Friday, I guess. Good thing, huh? It's Friday, and that only means one thing. It is, of course, the DFS episode here for the Cup Series Goodyear 400 from Darlington. It's throwback weekend. Once again, Cody has put on a throwback-style uh, piece of paraphernalia on. He's got a hat. What? What? Explain your paraphernalia today there, yep. Cody. Got uh, Lone Star Steakhouse, the number 40. This was David Stremme. Uh, he was one of the guys that was in there after uh, Sterling Marlin left the 40 team after Coors was gone, jumped over to Lone Star Steakhouse. So uh, not as far back of a throwback, but still, you know, early to mid, I guess, mid 2000s area uh, of the 40 car. So, yeah, that's my uh, my throwback. And I know you have one, too, but I also brought a die cast. I thought we were going to be talking about the 11 car. Oh, look at that. I got an old uh, Daryl Waltrip. Budweiser, Kentucky Fried Chicken, number 11 car. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Oh, that's finish out, beautiful. Finish out throwback weekend strong. Oh, I love it. Well, okay, so my my throwback today is the 43. This is a replica of the 64 Plymouth, the 64-43 Plymouth. Now, I'm willing to bet dollars to pesos that there was no pop secret car in 1964. So we're just going to go ahead and chalk this up to a promotional toy. However, if you could just imagine that this has got whatever, probably STP would be, would have been the sponsor back then for uh, for Kyle Petty. Uh, Richard Petty, I said Kyle again. Uh, but yeah, because uh, I figured we were talking about Eric Jones being uh, eerily fast on this track. So I uh, had to give it up for him as well. Uh, so yeah, there are throwbacks for the day. It's kind of crazy. Throwback weekend is already happening. The trucks are about to take the, uh, take the stage here soon and we get to watch them in a little bit. So of course, obviously Saturday's Xfinity and then we wind it up with the, uh, 400 mile race. That is the Goodyear 400. If you have not already go back, listen to the betting episodes for all three series. Uh, it might be a little late for the trucks, so go back, listen to the Xfinity 
and the cup series or if you just like our voices go back and listen to the truck series just to find out where we are at how right or wrong we might have been that's always the thing too if you really want to see exactly where where we stand and and go uh, hold us accountable it's always fun to go back and listen but um again i mean i'm telling you right now this is exciting this is uh this is something that we're about to get started and and i can't wait for it dfs of course is one way if you don't listen to the betting episodes and all you play is dfs um, obviously, we try to give you uh, the good drivers to stack. We give you a high price driver, a mid price driver, and then a low price driver. Sometimes you can fit them all in one uh, lineup. We don't necessarily always suggest to do that, but uh, if it works out for you and you want to do it, go for it. If not, you can pick, choose however you want to build from what we give you. That's right. Just to tie back the rest of the history with the 43 car there, SDP actually back on the 43 car this weekend. They're doing a throwback to the Richard Petty car, and it is with STP. Um, also, today is the day that we lost Adam Petty um, in 2000 in that, uh, I believe it was a practice wreck in Loudoun, New Hampshire. Uh, he would be 43 years old today, so a lot of 43 going on there. But uh, And then also, I noticed as the, the truck series is taking the green flag right now, yes, sir. Mario Andretti is uh, at the race, so that's pretty cool. He's... Uh, Obviously, a former NASCAR driver among a, a few other series he uh, competed in as well. Nice. Uh, gotta love that. Um, all right. So, again, like we said, we're going to break down the DFS options for you. Uh, Cody, did you... I, just some initial reactions as far as pricing is concerned. I, I'm not sure I was utterly impressed all the way up and down this time around. Uh, I did find ones that I liked, but by the same token, I felt like pricing was just uh, a little not what I wanted uh, out of a couple of drivers in particular in the mid-range. So it was a little little more difficult to pick a mid-range guy that I liked. How about you? Yeah, it, it seems like they almost kind of priced the mid-tier guys up a little bit in, in some cases as far as like guys that you would specifically want to play. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then like Eric Jones is kind of cheaper. He's going to be, I mean, I don't, he, neither of us are picking him, but... He is going to be so chalky this weekend that I'm likely just going to avoid him because I think that it seems, I mean, the fact that he got bet down to a 10 to one favorite to win this race, like absolutely insane. He should be nowhere near 10 to one for any rate, not even a super speedway where he's pretty decent at. And yeah, I think his top 10 was like minus 200 or something like just absolutely ridiculous numbers. Obviously everybody and their brother is on him. Then, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, don't, don't. I'm not playing Eric Jones. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm fading him this weekend just because of his uh, massive popularity, and I don't believe in it in these legacy cars right now. Uh, I think my my hope is that he kind of has a bad weekend this weekend, and then we can come back for the Southern 500 where you got that extra hundred miles, and everybody forgets that he was good because he sucked in the spring. That's uh, going to be the time to pounce on them. So a uh, little little forethought there, at least how, how I kind of hope this works out. I mean, we can all definitely hope for sure uh, for the best. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's get to some drivers. When we come back, we got to step away for a quick break to tell you about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is teaming up with the SGPN for Shady May. Not only are you going to get an amazing 50% off deal, but you're going to have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades. 
customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures, and that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every single pair of sunglasses that you get is backed by lost and broken replacements. What does that mean? Well, if you lose or break a pair, even after it's 15 seconds after you buy it, 15 years after you buy it, they told us that they are going to send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They don't care how you did it. We don't care how you did it. Just go get yourself a brand new pair of Shady Rays. Get back out there on the streets. Wear those Shady Rays with confidence because the team has always got your back long after your purchase. Not to mention, if you don't love them, exchange them for a brand new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Absolutely no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Team's always got your back, like I said before. For our international listeners, I know we got a few. Shady Rays has got you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and United Kingdom. So right now, go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code SGPN. You're going to get 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take that receipt to the Sports Gambling Podcast website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. It's getting to be about that time of the year again, and that's where you lose the pants and put on the shorts. And we've got just the shorts for you right now at the merch store. Now that you've got your pair of Shady Rays, Grab some SGPN mesh shorts to go along with those. It's perfect for any summer activity, whether that's lawn mowing, whether that's just sitting in your front lawn, in your recliner, showing off those legs of yours to tell your neighbor or and your neighbors tell you to cover up. Whatever that activity is, we got you covered with those mesh shorts. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Use shorts, the code shorts. You can use shorts if you want, but use the code shorts for 10% off of those sexy mesh shorts. I expect to see beaches littered with uh, SGPN merch uh, uh, mesh shorts, as it were, uh, this summer. I want to see it. That would be uh, a pretty great. How do you like uh, base in, basically, almost basically, cashing a bet on lap number one, Rod? Oh, did we already? Well, I don't know that Majeski is out of the race, but he has suffered the loss of power steering one lap into the race at Darlington. It's uh, going to be rather rough. So uh, you did pick Grant Enfinger over him. Uh, now Majeski may still run some laps, but assuming Enfinger can limp it home and finish the race, should be a fairly easy cash. So a nice nice little start to the truck race for us. You got to love when you're already in the, in the green before you even ha- take the green, essentially. Exactly. I suppose. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Love it. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about this Goodyear 400. It is, of course, on the uh, Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina. The track too tough to tame. If you've heard it before, stop me. The lady in black, you earn your Darlington stripes on this track. Uh, the, the minnow pond has made it to where the configuration is egg-shaped with different bankings and different turns all over the place. The only way that it could be even more crazy is if every turn was a different banking uh, which would be kind of crazy, <laughs> but uh, be like a roller coaster. <laughs> I, I mean, I almost would love to see it once Getting an some oval. Ideas here, yeah, Rob, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> an oval with way different banking. There's a lot in every of uh, elevation changes on the road courses, so we could uh, maybe figure out how to do that in a in an oval. Uh, a misproportioned oval. That would be a. <laughs> imagine the just utter like cries from the drivers for something like that. NASCAR, 
NASCAR's all about the gimmicks, so uh, who knows? <laughs> They're going to call. We're going to get an email from, from NASCAR. Let's hear more about this idea. Rod. We loved your uh, multi-angled oval <laughs> idea. We'd love to reach out and work that out with you. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not an engineer. Yeah, yeah I just love just throwing crap out there. <laughs> I'm the idea guy. That's all. You got you got somebody else to do that for you. Um, but it is 293 laps around this 1.366 mile track. Uh, obviously not the full mile and a half intermediate that you're used to, but still a high tire wear one as we've talked about. Look, lap leaders on here as we talk about DFS standards. Obviously, we know betting standards are a little bit different, but uh, we have seen races like we saw last fall, actually, where uh, Kyle Busch jumped out and led 155 laps in this uh, on this track in this in this race. Joey Logano led 107 the the uh, race before in the actual spring race, uh, the Goodyear 400. Before that. Uh, 156 laps led by Kyle Larson to 146 by Denny Hamlin. Point being, it's important to grab somebody that's going to be out in front because they're probably going to lead quite a few laps before it's all said and done. And if you miss out on that, then you're pretty much toast, which is why we're going to give you a couple of drivers on the high price side of this that have that potential, which is a staple. It's got to be a staple in your lineup. And if you can fit both of them in, all the better. But um, yeah, finding laps led is definitely a high priority on this track. Yeah, going to be similar to last week, right? 267 laps at Kansas. A little more here this week, obviously, with, what is it, 293. Um, so a few extra fastest laps, a few extra laps led. But same concept. You're going to want to figure out who's going to be up front, which, as we saw last week at Kansas, easier said than done, right? Because there was a lot of lead changes, a lot of different people up there. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's going to be figure out who's going to be up there, play them. And uh, that's, that's going to be the biggest thing, obviously place differential finishing positions are going to weigh in their normal amounts as well, but uh, really got to get some laps led, really got to get some fastest laps up front for, uh, for big, big numbers on your lineups here. I mean, how frustrating was Kansas from a DFS perspective last week? I mean, you want to talk about like, just well, talk about up and down. I ended up playing a bunch of William Byron and he goes two laps down early in the race from starting what he starts second in that race, I think, or maybe he won the pole. He was in Either the way, pole, he's yeah. on the front row. And then he's two laps down, and I'm, my day's burned. And then all of a sudden, he's back up there battling for the lead, leading more laps again. And yeah, it was, it was a roller coaster. Yeah, I can't even have a roller coaster like our multi-angled uh, oval track. But no, I, it's it's amazing to me, though, how, how strong William Byron was all day. And patient, for that matter. You got to be patient to work your way back up from two laps down through the field to be fighting for the one of the top spots again. So um, I don't know if that's a if that's an omen to what we're going to get this week as far as him being fast again. Uh, we obviously talked about him a little bit in the betting show. You know that he's running the truck race uh, and the uh, so he's running today right now. He'll be running on Sunday. You know, does that give him a little bit of an advantage? I I don't know, but um, interesting to to see that aspect. Uh, in fact. None of the people, none of the yeah, none of the folks that were all oh, except for LaJoy. LaJoy's running right now, right in the truck race as well. So he's the only other one that uh, has a leg up in our DFS purposes. But yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, and Bubba Wallace is in this too, and Chastain. But um, yeah, and Parker Kligerman's truck's smoking already, so that's good. That's uh, always fun where when Parker lets us down yet again. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Um, yeah, no, I I think that it's. You're gonna have to pick your pick your poison with the Gibbs guys. Pick your poison with the Hendrick guys. We know they're gonna have some of the fastest cars, right? But then you got you throw in the wild cars, the Chastains, the Harvicks, 
the other guys that can run up front here. It's uh, DFS has become harder and harder. It seems as we go on, just this level, which is great for you know your. I mean, again, we're kind of more casual players. We're not entering max lineups and all that stuff, which I think is great for us because if you do you if you do hit it right, you've got so much of a better chance because there isn't so many obvious things and stuff. So uh, yeah, just you got to pick your poison. But uh, I think we got a pretty solid solid amount of guys here that uh, are going to be a good base to build off of. Hey, we're trying to give you handcrafted artisanal uh, DFS lineups. We're not trying to mass produce 50 or 150 lines for you because, you know, look, that takes all of the fun out of it. That that turns it into a uh, industry rather than uh, actual fun, something to take part in in a community, right? And there's other places out there that will give you that. So if that's what you want, you probably have to pay for it, but there's places out there that'll do that. We'll leave that up to them as the as the professionals for that goes. <laughs> I want to lovingly give you advice and and show you the way. I don't want to pump and crank this stuff out like it's you know just a, a big assembly line thing. No, 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 no. That's not what we do on the SGPN. We put love exactly. behind every single one right. of our picks, and it's free. You know, that's uh, not free. something you get everywhere. Uh, free because we get to do stuff like this. And introduce you to amazing sponsors like Talkify, who are here to help you if you struggle in the dating world. You've tried the apps. You've tried swiping. You've tried sitting at a bar making eye contact very strangely with that person on the other end that's looking at you like, uh, are they looking at me or are they trying to figure out quantum physics, right? Stop doing any of that. Get Talkify. Talkify is going to help you through it with all of their country's number one modern matchmaking service that's designed to help you achieve your relationship success. Their trusted compatibility specialist hand select successful and compelling candidates so that you can date consciously and, of course, productively. Because who doesn't want to date productively? Here's how it works. Talkify matchmakers are going to meet with you. They're going to learn all about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they will screen and select all the potential match candidates for you. They'll do the background checks. They'll do video interviews. They're going to ask the tough questions like, do you think that Ty Gibbs will win a race this season? The answer to that question could be the difference between you finding your person and you not. I'm just saying they're going to ask that tough question so you don't have to hear the answer for you from there. Matchmakers are going to plan your date. They're going to do all the introductions, handle all the communications for you, and create a safe and stress-free dating experience. That sounds like a hell of a deal to me. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80%, that's 8 out of 10, I can do math, of the, of the clients of Talkify have met their person within the first 12 matches. No merry-go-rounds, no revolving doors, literally 12 matches, and you can find your person right now. Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash SGPN. All right, let us get down to business and start selecting our drivers for this DFS lineup. Help people build some winning uh, winning rosters for the Goodyear 400. Cody, who is your first high-priced driver? Well, I mentioned that we'd be talking about the number 11 car, so that's where I'm jumping right to. Dennis Hamlin, $10,700. Um, again, I'm just going to continue to ride this train, right? He said a few weeks ago he was going to get hot. He's gotten hot. We've seen it week in and week out. He's had very fast cars. 
sometimes his pit crew has gotten to him a little bit and uh, you know it's not always been him up front but saw it last week at kansas if he can get up front he's going to be good um obviously then he ran down larson at the end ends up getting the w but denny hamlin um is a guy that i'm really high on this week i think he's going to have a very good car a very fast car we've seen the jgr toyotas be very good um again it's, it's them and the hendrick chevrolet's head and shoulders above everyone else toss chastain in there a little bit and then everyone else is kind of you know the leftovers really so uh hamlin is second highest price guy on the board kyle larson ten thousand nine hundred. i like playing kyle larson but he's always so popular and i think that hamlin being second will make him less popular because people are going to choose larson for just two hundred dollars more um and larson it either goes one way or it goes the other most of the time, right? He either ends up having a really good day or it's a really shit day. It's You don't often get Larson finishing in the top 10. It's either Larson wins or he's in the top five or he's way out of it, right? He wrecks or has some other type of problem. Um, so obviously, you go back and look at last week with Denny, 80.3 points. He started eighth, won the race, led 34 laps, 44 fastest laps, and that was only leading 34 laps. I mean, had he gotten up there earlier and shown that speed up front, uh, I know him and Truex kind of shared the lead back and forth, but uh, he could have done a lot more damage there. But you go back and you look at how good he is at Darlington, a 6.9 average finish, nice, in the last seven races here with two wins. Um, he was second in the fall last season. Uh, you go back to 2021, he was fifth and first in those two races. 2020, when they came here three times, a fifth, a first, and a 13th. He's got four wins here. He's also led laps here last six races. Um, and there's been multiple races where he leads a lot of laps. Go back to last spring, he had 42 laps led. Uh, September of 2021, he led 146 laps. Another time, he led 124 laps. Another time, he led 56 laps. Another time, he led 104 laps. Another time, he led 179 laps. Denny Hamlin can get out front here. He can have a fast car. He's already feeling it, right? He's coming off the win. He's got big momentum behind him. Um, and now, the you know, it was starting to a 33 race winless streak. Things start to build up. People are going to start talking about it. All that's gone. It's done. According to NASCAR Twitter, he's locked into the playoffs, right? Even though he's not. Uh, but things are a little more lax, right? You got that win in the bank. You can drive a little more carefree. I expect to see that number 11 up front a lot this weekend. And I'm going to have a heavy dose of Denny Hamlin at the top of my lineups. I cannot argue with you at all. Again, I'm not. I would not be surprised if he comes out and wins back-to-back -back wins. I mean, a guy like Denny Hamlin, you get him hot. That's it. It's over. I mean, you know, he he could make a very good run, and then definitely lock himself into the playoffs. You look at Hamlin, though. He has led the third most laps of active drivers on this 792 altogether, guys. Finished 16 top 10s in 21 races. He's only finished outside of the top 10 here five times in his career. Uh, and so he's really damn good on this track. I definitely love me some Denny Hamlin. Uh, I'm going to go to the guy who has actually led the most laps on this track of all active drivers. And that's Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch has 899 total laps led here on this track. 22 total starts. 13 top 10, 6 top 5s, and a win. Kyle Busch last year on this, like I said uh, earlier, had led 155 laps in this race, uh, or on this track, rather, in the fall race. Didn't win, 
but uh, definitely was up there quite a bit. So for for Kyle Busch, it's not if he can get up front, it's when he gets up front and how long he stays up front. So um, I'm definitely, I mean, if it wasn't for an engine uh, deal, Eric Jones may not have won this race. It may have been Kyle Busch far, uh, just going away, right? Kyle Busch was in this for 345 of the 367 total laps uh, of the 500-mile the race, which, you know, if you do the math, at the end of the 400-mile the race, I think he would have been in front. Uh, I think he would have actually finished at the, at the beginning at two lap. What did it look, 297? Oh, that would have been Truex. So uh, he would have wrestled that lead away from Kyle Busch at 293. Uh, so it may not have been Kyle Busch, but it definitely would have been uh, uh, a better day for Kyle Busch had he been able to finish where he was running most of the day. Um, again, I just I cannot count Kyle Busch out of this race. We've seen him be fast this season. We've seen him hit hard luck. But we've we even talked about it when we were queuing up this season, right? Queuing up all of our favorites for the season. A pissed-off Kyle Busch is still a dangerous Kyle Busch. Doesn't matter if he runs into problems. Like, And in fact, if he runs into problems, the more pissed off he gets, the more dangerous he becomes. So maybe this is a race in which he'll be able to turn his fortunes around uh, and put that eight car in the front and stay up front. Uh, I'm not big on him to win. I don't think I picked him to win. I don't, no, I didn't pick him to win. Uh, but I, I definitely think that he could get up there, lead a, a bunch of laps, and then, you know, make a good pivot off of the higher-priced guys out there because uh, Kyle Busch comes in at uh, $10,100. So a, a few steps down from Larson, a few steps down from Hamlin, just on the edge of that upper echelon for uh, for Kyle Busch. And he's got 32.6 uh, points per race. Not a bad average. It doesn't put him in the top. doesn't even put him in the top 10. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's Kyle Busch. He'll get kick-started here soon. Yeah, I like that you highlighted him because we didn't really talk about it much on the betting show, which it's just the way the odds were and, and you know, matchups and stuff sometimes. Even though you maybe you like a guy, things just don't work out as far as in the odds department. But Kyle Busch, we know he can be good here. We saw it last season, of course. Um, and, and he's been a little bit up and down this season. Had a mistake that he made himself last week at Kansas. Spun out. That really cost him uh, a better day where he maybe could have even been competing for the win. I think that that is going to keep some people off of him. So he's going to be a guy that I don't think is going to be super popular. I just got done saying it's Hendrick, it's Gibbs. Well, then it's, you know, RCR is kind of sitting behind those guys. And, and so if people are grabbing a Hendrick guy, grabbing a Gibbs guy, they're going to skip right over Kyle Busch. He's the fifth highest priced driver, which is kind of right in that sweet spot of people are grabbing the top two or three, then they're going to skip over a guy like that. So I think he'll be a little less owned this week or a little less rostered rather. Um, and I think that he's a good play. He's, he's got a low ceiling because he can make the mistakes because we've seen some bad races, but when he puts it together, um, he, he puts it together and he has a really good day um, and racing a throwback to his first ever win at RCR all the way back in February or whenever that was. Um, so is that that same Lucas oil blue number eight car that he won? Uh, he won auto club, I think, or Vegas. I think it was auto club. That I think he won. it was auto club. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause he won Vegas in the trucks, but yeah, so he's throwing back to that one. Um, or not really throwing back, but either way. <laughs> Uh, so yes, I do. I do like him. And again, that's a higher, higher tire wear track had a lot of success there. So yeah, a little bit of a lower floor, but a very high ceiling on Kyle Bush. So I like to call out on him. 
Indeed. Uh, all right. Why don't we just go ahead and move on to our mid-price drivers, Cody? No, no reason to break again. We can continue rolling on with our lower, our mid-tier drivers rather, uh, to help some salary relief on your lineups. Yeah. So I am going to get back on the Kevin Harvick train. We've kind of been off of him a little bit the last few weeks. Formerly a, a free square week in and week out, and then it was kind of like eh, we're starting to not see a few things. But I think that coming back to Darlington, a place where he is very good at, this is the perfect time to get back on the Kevin Harvick train when maybe some other people still off of him a little bit. Um, go back and look at what Harvick has done here at Darlington. He had an exhaust problem. If you remember his car crazy fire and everything uh, when the Fords were still having all that buildup and stuff uh, in the fall race. Prior to that, he had 13 straight top 10 runs here. All the way dating all the way back to May of 2013. Um, and he won three times in that span. Um, and, and again, I just think that he's burned enough people lately or hasn't necessarily had. And it's funny because you say hasn't had the greatest of finishes, but he still finished 11th last week. But he did have, you know, three finishes of 19th, 21st, and 20th the three weeks before that, which for Kevin Harvick are just horrible finishes, right? Um, and was down a little bit on the points in those couple of weeks. Um, but I think that we see him climb back up here. We saw it back at Auto Club, started 10th, finished 5th, ends up with 50 points that day, even at Las Vegas. 40.5 point day. Uh, and it's 34 points last week, even though it wasn't the best effort we've seen from him. Um, prices up a little bit more than we've seen it at points this season when we really liked him as as more of the free square I think that'll also be a deterrent on people off of him. But I think his reliability at a track like this, uh, again, where this is the track that, that's going to make people pay for mistakes, that's going to cost some people. Kevin Harvick very seldom makes mistakes, and it'll have to rely less on just the raw speed in this race. I know the Stuart Haas speed has been something that has concerned a lot of people <laughs> lately, and, and I think that that may still be a factor, but Harvick can overcome a lot of that with his ability uh, especially at a track like this. So give me some Kevin Harvick at $8,800. Any scientist, mathematician, or anybody that works with data knows that there are some times where there is a number that does not fit with the rest of the equation. And that was last uh, the last finish here for Harvick. Obviously, when you see all of the, like, it, well, okay, so in the military, right? When you qualify with your weapons, you're supposed to get the shot group, right? Sometimes there you can have, five or six in that little circle, but there's the one time where you sneezed or you like close your eyes and just sort of pulled without thinking about it. And that one bullet's way out there, right? That's, that's how this is. Like Kevin Harvick had a nice tight shot group and sneezed. So <laughs> that, <laughs> that is a, a solid analogy. I appreciate that because yes, I've been there. I always like to think that that other one just went through a different hole and they probably just couldn't see it. But uh, likely I missed the target. <laughs> uh, listen, I think most people come for the analogies in this show. That's I try to up my game every single time. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So I am on a, a driver on the lower end of the mid-tier spectrum, and that's Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And really more than anything, I mean, you look at what Ricky Stenhouse, he's – just outside of the top 10. He's 11th place as far as uh, points per race, right? But you take out uh, guys like Barry, guys like Elliot who have run, uh, who haven't run all the races, and there he sits inside 
the top 10 of the um of the the points per race category with 36.3 per race. He is currently $7400. He has lost you points exactly once this season. And for me to tell you in what is it, May 12th that Ricky Stenhouse has only lost you points in DFS once this season, you would be like Oh, really? Tell me more about where hey, I can Rod, buy. Are you talking about Recky Spinhouse? That's what I'm talking about. The name was well-earned, right? So, uh, but I mean, look, he's had some pretty solid runs, right? 52 points last week in Kansas. A couple of weeks ago, he had 49 points at the Geico 500, 44 at the No Core 400, 58 at the Food Race, uh, 48 at Echo Park, 40 uh, in Atlanta. Like, He's had very solid DFS days, and of course, the Daytona 500, where he got you 81. Uh, but you look back at what he's done on this track in his career, and he's actually done well for DFS purposes. In uh, last fall, you can kind of throw that one out. Uh, that is the sneeze shot for you. Started 20th, finished 35th, but before that, started 26th, finished 8th, started 29th, finished 17th, and the race before that, 28th, finished 20th. 29th, finished 19, started 39th, 25. I mean, there's a pattern here of progressive uh, uh, better finishes than he started. And for a guy at $7,400, that's what you're looking for. If he actually puts up a few fast laps along the way, all the better. If he actually finds his way to the front, you're even more golden. So in, for $7,400, if you're getting a guy that's giving you 30, 40 points, I mean, that's almost 42 points is, is close to seven times what you're paying for him, and that's not bad at all for a guy in that vicinity. So, um, again, I know a lot of people still have that stigma against Stenhouse, and his season has not necessarily been what the Daytona 500 probably thought it was going to be, but I still say he's good enough for DFS purposes to get the job done and deserves a spot in one, if not more, of your lineups. Yeah, I like this one as well. Uh, again, We've seen it from him a lot this season. Uh, after after really struggling second half of last season, things have been a lot better. Obviously, winning the Daytona 500, I think, was a huge boost for that team. They've continued to build upon that, um, and so yeah, I think he's he's a great call out here. Yep. Again, it's uh, it's I know a lot of people are going to be like, I can't do it. It's Ricky Stenhouse. Well, and that's I think that uh, that plays into uh, you know a lot of the public opinion on him is Ricky Spinhouse and. You know, he wrecks a lot. He gets in trouble and stuff. And maybe that still keeps people off of him. Sometimes you can't get past, you know, something that's stuck in your head, even when things have changed further on. And it's still hard to play those guys. We, we have those guys, right? You, you got burned a couple of times by a fantasy football player. And then despite the fact that he's having a great season, you just know when you put him back in, it's going to happen again. Same thing goes for these guys as well. Um, and so I think that that Ricky is a good play this weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Well, we will give you some low-end drivers when we come back. We'll take one more break and come back, give you some salary relief for your DFS purposes. But I want to take a second to say thank you to all of you who have been watching on YouTube and following along with the ride over the last few months uh, with our new video experiment of it. 
Uh, I promise that uh, maybe we'll try to up with more bells and whistles on the video side of it, but I, I don't think you guys really want that. If you do, let us know. Comment on the videos. Tell us that you want a, you want a few more bells and whistles. Maybe you want uh, a, a ticker with all of the running stuff. Maybe, I don't know. Whatever it is you want, tell us. We'll try to incorporate it. Of course, this is your show not ours, but we definitely thank you for supporting, liking, commenting, subscribing, clicking the bell, and all that other great stuff that keeps this show functioning uh, and, and keeps the bosses happy. So please continue to do so. If you're an OG listener on a regular podcasting app like Apple, Spotify, whatever, feel free to leave us a review. We always love to see them. Maybe we'll incorporate a giveaway with some reviews sooner, but we don't necessarily like to tie reviews with uh, giveaways because we want them to be genuine so uh continue to do so cody will read them on the air and uh and we'll have fun with that as well hey everybody if you play fantasy football especially in auction leagues and or you're a whiskey fan yes exactly check out the sports gambling podcast fantasy football channel show old-fashioned football coming to you every tuesday morning give us a listen we'll bring you the latest fantasy football data including the injury report studs and duds waiver wire targets and suggested fab market movers after all we are the marks he is my hubby and she's j mark's wifey and we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week all that and more hop on over give us a listen come for the football stay for the whiskey this ad's almost done going once going twice sold let me tell you justin and miranda get their hands on some choice whiskey and they've been up in their game over the last couple of months so uh if you are a fan of whiskey you need to check them out because they're going to turn you on to some fine fine quality spirits over there yeah, listening to their show can get kind of expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you gotta go pick all this stuff up, right? And be like, man, this adds up quickly. But uh, no, they've yeah, they're killing it over there. They've get they're getting a lot of uh, partners and, and you know distilleries that are are partnering up with them. And uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool that they can have the tie in with the whiskey and the fantasy football. Again, one of my probably my next favorite show besides ours, of course, because we're here. But uh, yes, next favorite show on the. Uh, on the network love those guys they always do a great job but of course uh all right well speaking of affording things you guys could definitely afford these next two drivers and uh, and then a bunch more on top of that because these are of course lower end drivers cody where are we starting the rocket man is back rod ryan newman is back he's five thousand eight hundred dollars i get it he's in the 51 car it's a rick Ware car i understand how this will be a struggle for you to put in your lineup I'm hoping it's a struggle for other people, and that will give me an advantage. Uh, I will say he's uh, 45 years old. He's not been in the Cup Series since 2021. He's not raced in the Generation 7 or next-gen car that we're in now. So those are all things that are kind of go against him. But he's a veteran of the sport. He's got, I think, 18 career wins. He's been around for a very long time. Um, and... If you go back and look, uh, so from May of 2009 through 2021, when he last raced, 16 races, um, he had two finishes of 23rd, and then other than that, he never finished worse than 17th place at Darlington. Now, do I think he's going to do that good in a Rick Ware car? Probably not. Of course, that was mostly in, in Roush and maybe even some, I think some Stuart Haas cars back then, but uh, I don't think he's going to do that good, but I think the fact that he consistently had no worse than 23rd in that entire 16 race period. Uh, shows that he can stay out of trouble. He's not getting, 
you know, excessive Darlington stripes. He's not getting bit by the lady in black. And I think that he can wheel that 51 car to a decent day. Uh, it's not going to all be easy for him. It is still a Rick Ware car. We understand how those cars are. But I think this is the most elite driver easily that you've put in that 51 car. Um, and we've seen it from guys like Corey LaJoy that can get the most out of cars that aren't as good. Spire, obviously, an upgraded program. But uh, I still think that Ryan Newman is going to uh, produce enough to make it pay off at this 5,800 tag. I'm hoping that people are a little scared to play him because of the Rick Ware part of things, because of the fact that he's been out for a while, because of the fact that he hasn't raced in the next-gen car. I'm going to put my faith and trust in the fact that he is a racer through and through. Um, he's still been racing since. He's done a lot of modified races. It's not like he just hung up his driver's helmet and he's picking it back up. He's still been in cars. He's been racing SRX, racing a bunch of modified stuff. He's been all over the place. He's still been active, just necessarily hasn't had the opportunity. Also, from his comments, it sounds like he's a little concerned about the safety portion of things, why he's sticking to smaller tracks on the... This is the biggest track. He's big. He's racing this one because he wants to be eligible for North Wilkesboro next week, which makes sense. But I think that he's just going to go out there. He knows he's not going to be in a winning car, right? He's not going to push things too hard. He's just going to run a nice, solid day, survive some chaos, get enough to um, score you some points. And uh, I think that that he's got a little bit of an upside, and that's enough for me in a in a pretty high downside. I think I don't. He is really good at qualifying, hence the Rocket Man name. But I don't expect him to qualify that well. Um, and start farther back. So hopefully that low ceiling, but uh, or whatever, high high floor, but whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's late on a Friday at this point, but play Ryan Newman. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I mean, and that's really all that matters in the end, right? And and it is. It will be fun to watch him actually take a NASCAR track uh, in in a Cup car after uh, so very long. I do remember uh, when I first started watching. He was definitely one of those the young gun drivers back then that was uh, taking the sport by storm. So. Definitely fun to watch that. Uh, speaking of young drivers taking the sports by storm, I'm stealing Corey LaJoy from Cody right out from underneath them. This for DFS purposes. There's the picture of Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy is $5,400. Insane price for a guy that's giving you 32.4 points per race. I mean, look, if you're averaging six times what you're paying for him, that's definitely a hell of a deal down here. And it doesn't mean that he's going to go out and win a race. It doesn't mean that he's going to go out and finish inside the top 10. What it means is that he's going to at least give you five to four, four to five times what you're paying for him per race. Last week, 29 points, his salary, $5,600. The week before, 45 points. His base salary was $5,000. Uh, 29 points at the uh, Geico 500. His base salary was 6100 Of course, that was Super Speedway. They all inflate that at that point. And then uh, the week before that, 17-17, couple of bad weeks, 16. Uh, but 48 on the road course in Austin, $5,100. 72 in Atlanta, $6,000. So Corey LaJoy's been getting you some pretty decent uh, uh, DFS days all season long. And I think that continues this week. I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to look back at his Darlington uh, stats. If you want those, Go listen to the betting episode. Co uh, Cody dipped into all of that for him there. But, uh, yeah, I just think as of as of recently, as of this season, he's found something, and he's been able to turn in some pretty decent days, especially for DF purposes, DFS purposes. And uh, I definitely put my faith in him, especially at $5,400. It's just when you get down to the $5,400 range, 
there's really not anybody else in that vicinity that makes me really, I mean, Harrison Burton, Ty Dillon, Brandon Poole, McLeod. I love Gragson, but I'm not taking it for this race. Gilliland, you know, it's those guys don't don't turn the needle. So Corey LaJoy buried in that, that's like a gem of gold when you're searching through mud. If you could play McLeod versus Chastain, or uh, not Chastain, versus Briscoe in DFS, then uh, yeah, do it. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, no, I love that you, you talked about Corey here. Love to hear somebody else talking him up. But I, I mean, he's had an incredible season. Like 17 points is the 16.5. That's the lowest he scored you all season. No negative point races, no single digit point races. He's been solid every week and he's still cheap as hell why is he at 5400 still i don't understand it um but you go back and you look at what he's done on intermediates he started 12th at auto club he finished 14th and got 27.5 points for you again at this price that's perfectly fine las vegas started 19th finished 20th 22 points for you uh you go to dover a couple weeks ago again intermediate track ish uh 27th to 14th 45.2 points last week at kansas Starts 24th, technically. He started in the back of the race because uh, they had to change something. And like we said in the Discord, you still play him. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Comes up, gets a 20th place finish, which he, sh he was running top 15 all day. Some strategy at the end cost him a little bit, but still 29.2 points. So you're getting a guy all the way at the bottom of the board that is producing week in and week out. And it's not just been short tracks or super speedways or anything else. It has been these intermediate tracks where they've really, really shown up. It's been amazing the the speed that Spire has had. It's been amazing how well Corey has done. Uh, and so it, he's almost a lock every week at this point because of what he's producing week in and week out. And they still keep him at a very, very cheap price, which is extremely nice. It is extremely nice for you, for us, for everybody out there that's listening that plays Corey LaJoy. So uh, definitely load him up. All right. Get out your pen and paper. We're going to uh, oh, go in, for it. One more. Yeah, in these weeks where you've really got to hit some top guys big, like you can start with Corey LaJoy and Ryan Newman at 58 and 5,400. That leaves you a lot of salary to work with and gives you a chance to bring more guys up towards the top in, try and hit more of those laps led, especially if they get spread out. So I think that finding, you know, Sometimes these cheapest guys are the real key pieces because they can give you that solid what you need and allow you the flexibility to get those bigger guys that are going to score the big gaudy numbers for you. Yeah, and if they're if they're not losing you points and they haven't lost you points all season long, that's that's bonus for those guys, you know, because you can't count on uh, like we talked about the, the the Ty Dillons or the Harrison Burtons to not lose you points. So. Uh, definitely love that. Um, all right, get out your pen and papers. We're going to go over our drivers for your DFS slate for the Goodyear 400. Cody started you out with Sir Dennis, uh, Denny Hamlin at $10,700. I said Kyle Busch at $10,100. We then stepped down to Kevin Harvick for Cody at $8,800. And I said Ricky Stenhouse at $7,400. Cody's taking a swing at the Rocket Man, Ryan Newman at $5,800 to get it done. While I am giving you uh, Cody's favorite, Corey LaJoy, at 5,400. Uh, I think you can definitely fit all of those guys into one lineup for sure, uh, even with those two high-priced drivers up there. Uh, so you might want to try to roll that out for one, but definitely mix, match, and build your own. Uh, some of your favorite drivers up there, obviously, you know, it's always fun to build your own and to, 
to have some fun with it. So we encourage you to do so. We just given you some tools with which to start. So, uh, Cody, yeah, and if you if you played this exact lineup, you got eighteen hundred dollars left to play with. So you can definitely squeeze some other people in there. Rod, uh, off the cuff here, I want to do one more thing real Ooh, quick. Let's do it. Rapid round. We have four matchups left, or this week in the Denny, oh, the yes. Hamlin Madness bracket. I wanted to give a shout out. It's a four way tie for the lead. Uh, Larry Fellins, Brett Warsham, Eric Stepp, and David Legrand all tied. 210 points at the top of the leaderboard. Um, but rapid round, who do we think is going to win these matchups? Four matchups on the board this week. Ryan Blaney versus Chris Busher. Who are you taking? Blaney. <sighs> and and that's only because one. of rapid. I, 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 for whatever reason, yeah, like... This is, <laughs> that's, that's the one that jumped to your mind? It's a I'm going to go with one. Busher just because maybe that'll light a fire under Blaney. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, next up, this is a tough one here. Uh, William Byron versus Tyler Reddick. Byron, but yeah, not by much. Got to give me Willie B. I think it will be close. Reddick's been good here. I think he finished second in one of the races last season. But uh, yeah, got. But that was the race that Byron was going to win before Logano dumped him. Of course, mm -hmm. uh, this is the the matchup of the of the tournament right here. The top dogs going against each other. Ross Chastain versus Denny Hamlin. Who are you taking, Rod? I'm saying the eleven's going to dump the one and uh, and and make it to where he advances in his own bracket. So yeah, give me Denny. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we talked about it. Chastain not been great at this track. Too aggressive for his style. So, uh, or he's too aggressive for the style of the track. Last matchup: Austin Dillon versus Brad Keselowski. This is actually an intriguing one this week. Uh, who, do, who are you taking? Yeah, I I just got done listening to Seth talk up Austin Dillon all the way around, and and I was not very high on Brad Keselowski. So, I don't know. Okay, Seth, fine. I'm gonna take Austin Dillon over Brad Keselowski in this matchup. Yeah, I'm high on Dylan this week as well. So give me Austin Dillon. That's your uh, the four matchups left in Hamlin Mania. It, of course, will take the week off next week for the All-Star break. And then be back for the Coke 600. Where do we sit? Do you have our numbers in front of you? Uh, or are they yes, too low? I have, I have our, I don't know what positions, but so 210 is the leader. I have 150 points and you have 130. But I know both of my championship round picks are out in Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. So... Uh, my ship is pretty much sunk. I still got Denny out there. He was my there whole thing, so we'll see how that one works. We'll see. Maybe Rod will take home the, the top prize. Woo! But I will still give the whatever the prize is yeah. to the second place. We're not, I, we're not eligible. eligible. Win, so. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, the second place person gets it. So yes. uh, Unless that second place person is you, then we'll get to the third. It's just we'll go down the line. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Cody, let's end this week, shall we? Let's let's get to some racing. I'm ready to watch some, some truck races. I've got it started, so I'm going to catch up when we get done here and then of course finish off with uh saturday and sunday but uh in the meantime let everybody know where they can find you on social media yes uh cory heim by the way has been started on the pole leading a majority of this race gave him out 18 to 1 on the truck series episode this week i'm sure it'll end horribly for me but uh i'm gonna enjoy it while i while i can at least for now so um follow me on twitter at husker underscore zeb follow the show as well at nascar gambling um yeah and that's that's about all i got Throwback weekend, baby. Let's uh, enjoy. Sit back, enjoy. Enjoy all the paint schemes. Enjoy all the throwbacks. Everything about the weekend. It's great. It's going to be a good time. Let's go racing. Let's make some money. If you're uh, one for nostalgia, this is definitely one for you. Uh, the weekend to enjoy everything that has been the last 75 years of NASCAR. We'll send you off for the weekend, everybody. We'll be back on Monday or even Sunday night, depending on the schedule, as far as uh, doing a hey. recap. 
happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out yes. there as well. Mother's Day weekend. Don't forget, fellas, take care of your wives, take care of your mothers. Happy Mother's Day to, I'm sure we have lots of women listeners that are moms. Maybe, maybe not, but happy Mother's Day to you anyways. I mean, I know it's not our like main demographic, but I definitely think that there's some <laughs> there's out there. There's a few there. for sure. Yeah, so there if it's is. you, happy oh, Mother's hey. Day. Yeah, we're talking to you. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, all right, we'll see you again for the wrap-up show, and then we'll talk all about Darlington and get ready for North Wilkesboro. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride. Another piece of a broken, I was crying.